How you back feel, Mike? You feel better today? Yeah, no, that's better. You know, it's funny. We were talking about uh, we were talking about LeBron, right? The other day at work, my boy Sean Brown was talking about how LeBron, um, he, the, I guess the the narrative on him now that came out recently was that he doesn't, he's not like a leader, leader. Like he's a great player, but he's not a leader. And that supposedly back in Miami, Chalmers had a guy on his face and was like, you know, you're the greatest player. Like act like it, bro. Like come out here and play ball. But we going back and forth. That's just Sean. Yo, maybe he just tired, bro. Carrying that damn Cavaliers team all this year. I said, trust me, I know how he feels. Because I'm tired right now. <laughs> I said, man, by him being great, not being grasped to the dude is tired. I said, man, can nobody get no damn break? Yeah, you know, Mikey. Well, I don't know. My fans bugging out. So, I, no. you know, just checking it out. Just checking out, see what's going on. What's popping. Hopefully, yeah, it don't my- jump down on you. Yeah, I hope not. Yo, man, Mike, you was at work, you fucking his back saw the spasm. We put up that trans, and he was like, it's from fucking carrying everybody for so long. <laughs> but for real, man, it, yo, it's rough, bro. Like I, like I said before, man, I, like, I have, I've only been doing this for, like, since the 27th. So I think, what's today, make, like, three weeks, maybe? And, and I, 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 bro, it's crazy, bro. I'm tired. Like, I come home, I'm, I'm like, I shower and I go to bed. It's like it's like it's like just like a routine. I come home, shower, eat, bed, shower, eat. I haven't played much of anything. I haven't Same done here. anything. I was ill prepared for today. That's why I decided I'm like, yo, we got. We I'll talk with Mikey. We got to go to this every other week with this podcast because I, I just physically I can't do anything other than work and sleep, man. And and Jennifer's like, oh, you see, you were worried about you know going back to work and how it was gonna be. I said, you know what? Like it's busy now, but this shit ain't gonna last. Like the way we working now and running and gunning. These recalls are gonna gonna dry up eventually. It's just that right now there is an overabundance yeah. of recalls, man. Just gotta suck it up, man. You gotta take it. You gotta take it all in. <clears throat> but you know, they they it's good though. They they out there have yesterday they hit me up because my family's away. They they were uh down down Delaware and shit at the fam with the family and um they last night they called me like oh come down you know you only live once drive down I'm like no like. I just work six days. <laughs> you know, I had I had 40 hours by, like, Wednesday. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm in bed. I ain't going. And she's like, I'm I, I, I'm tired, too. She's like, I, you know, I've been up since 7. And, like, I get it. You know, you work 7 to 7. But, like, it, it's a little different, you know, working my schedule when, I, like, I'm not working, you know. Not, not that I want to take light of anybody else's job, you know, sitting behind, the, the, doing that other stuff is very stressful. But, like, my job is very physically demanding. And if you haven't noticed, my body ain't built for physical demanding type <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm built for sitting in this chair playing video games. I'm not built for me running around the way I do, yo. It's, I'm not built for that shit. I'm not a young man no more. When I was younger, yeah, I run and gun. I had two full-time, I, I was like, you know, two full-time jobs uphill both ways in the snow. You know what I mean? But <laughs> Sounds like a story I heard before. <laughs> now, yo, it's not happening, bro. It's not happening, man. I even I wanted to watch that 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 documentary Mike you was talking about. I put it on yesterday. I'm gonna tell you right now. I didn't even see the credits. Like I didn't even see the shit start. Like I fell asleep before Netflix showed me anything. That shit actually came out. I want to say uh, three weeks ago. I've been trying to watch that for three weeks, and every time I put it on, I put it on and. I'd be out. When I finally started watching it this last week that I finished it, 
my wife was sitting there, right? So I put it on. She's watching. She goes, why do I feel like I saw this part three times? I said, of course you did. This is why I fell asleep and it would keep playing. And then I have you wanted to catch up. <laughs> but it's good, though. You guys, try, try to see that. I'm on vacation this week, but try to see that. And we could discuss that next week. Be, or the week after when we sit down. That that was a really good documentary. The uh, Kids in Stone, Stony Island. I was going to say Stony Island. See how tired I am? Stony Island. Yeah. That seems like a 40 inch slip. It seems like a 40 inch slip. You're like, I'm going on vacation. I'm about to be on Stony Island. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to be in Lake George, man. We do a lot of fishing and uh, relaxing, hanging by the lake. Got myself a couple of cigars. The one time, one week of the year that I, I relax and let loose and indulge in a little bit of my vices. So, got a few cigars, maybe bring me a bottle down there, do a lot of reading, try to recharge my batteries. Yeah, you know what you need. Yeah. Funny thing is, I keep telling them I work and they don't be listening. But, yo, Mike, you're right. What's wrong? Hi. No, no, really, really. What's wrong? I don't know something's going on. Nothing's going on. Hi. Hey. And nobody allowed to be tired these days, bro. No. I mean, the, the good thing, though, as long as you can still taste the smell shit, like, you kind of in the clear. You're all right. Yeah. You know I mean? Like, <laughs> that's what well, I can do. Like, I'll be waking up tired I'm, as hell. And I, I, I like, I fuck, I get up, like, okay, I smell the coffee. Okay, we're still yeah, good. Yeah. still good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, but I, I wanted to see that that documentary because of, like, what we were talking about, Mike, because I, I think that whole, that whole narrative shit, man, it, it, it plays a big deal, yo. Like, I mean, obviously we didn't see it yet. I mean, I guess we could, but it's still something I want to talk about. That whole, like, when you constantly telling somebody some shit, like, it, it eventually starts to, because I've seen it firsthand with, with certain people that, you know, you're constantly being told that they're acting or being a certain way. And then the more that that, that gets brought to light, the more they be, just become that. You know, like, we were talking about with the Grinch. Like, everybody was saying all this foul shit about the Grinch, how mean and nasty it is. Like, well, yeah, because you guys are saying a bunch of foul and mean nasty shit about the guy. Like, how you want him to act? You know what I mean? Like, you know, I mean, I, I don't, I never, I don't know the story of the Grinch, because I'm going to be honest, I've never watched any of the movies. You sure as hell know I never read no Grinch book. I mean, I, it, 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 it's a book, right? It is a book, right? Yeah, it takes you like 30 seconds. It rhymes, it's like flows, you you have fun with it, read that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to see if I find that. I'm going to go to my local library if, 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 uh, if Kobe ain't shut him down. Seconds, I don't know about 30 seconds. 30 seconds, but... 30 seconds. This oh, morning, I was trying to read, I was trying to read the instructions to Juan, and I, I couldn't even, I had to shut the music down. I was like, I'm reading, I'm like, yo, I can't do this. I can't, I can't, I can't listen to this fucking music while I'm reading, yo. It's fucking distracting. It's distracting. That's why you gotta read more, man. You gotta practice it. You gotta train your mind. But yeah, so like we were saying about that whole, um, the whole narrative shit, man. Explain, explain to the, dog, because because Juan didn't see it yet. Explain to what we were talking about, about as far as the narrative of it. Well, basically, it it shows the the rise, fall, and then rise again of uh, Stefan Marbury. He was actually one of my one of my favorite players back in the '90s when he came in. I got real excited when he came to the Nets. But as a kid, he was he was seen as like the top prospect in New York, and never had nothing bad to say about him. And he just rose up like every year was getting better, getting better, and then he gets to the NBA, and uh, Due to financial shit, he ends up requesting a trade out of Minnesota, and they ship him over to Jersey. And you know how the, uh, the meet state area, 
shit in Jersey don't go as planned because they don't put a team around them. And they just start dogging. You know, pretty much saying, ah, oh, he's no leader. He's all hype. You know, he can't do this. He can't do that. So he ends up leaving Jersey. He goes to the Suns. I forget where he was in the Suns, why he got kicked out of there. Um, I think they're trying to say he was like a bad teammate. And then they bring him over to New York. And New York just roasted him. Completely roasted him. Everything just went downhill. And it was just bad article after bad article. You know, people talking about him bad on ESPN. And he just deteriorated, man. And, and his, his attitude was terrible. Um, and sadly, his pop dies while he's in the middle of playing the game. So that adds to everything going on. And basically, the NBA ran him out. You know, the NBA, the last offer he had was a veteran minimum. And now this is a guy that was, you know, all-star caliber player. You you cheat, you check his numbers off of anybody else in that time. So anyway, he leaves. Man, hold up, dog. Even when he when they offered him that minimum, he was still like he was like still doing his thing. Like he wasn't really. No, no, he was still he was still putting up numbers. Like he never stopped putting up numbers. He was still putting up numbers. But the whole thing around him was he had a bad attitude, and the problem was. I mean, he's from, you know, he was from Coney Island. He's from New York. He's from our area. So, like, you on a team and somebody's acting up. Like, they would lose the game, and he coming to the locker room, and the guys are talking about what they're doing afterwards. Like, oh, you know, what are we going to eat? And like, oh, what are you talking about? Like, we just lost by 40 points. Like, you guys ain't doing shit. Like, what the hell you mean what we doing? Like, you guys are playing like trash. And he kind of rubbed people the wrong way. Ah, I he's see. Always, always putting up numbers. <clears throat> But he goes to China, and they, they greet him with open arms. And I forget how many years he was there. If it was eight years or six years. But basically, he ends up winning three championships. They got a trophy of them. I mean, not a trophy, a statue of this man in the middle of Beijing, bro. They treat really? him like a god over there. Like a legit, the like how we treat Jordan. <laughs> wow. Only thing that changed was that when he went there, the narrative about him changed. They greeted him with love. They helped build him up. They had nice things to say about him. And in turn, it changed his mindset. And um, it just, just kind of went to show how, you know, you beat somebody down for so long, but the the ramifications are, and when you build them up, what could possibly happen? And, uh, you know, it was a very good, very good documentary. I definitely see that man in a different light because, unfortunately, you know, I didn't get to see the stuff he did in China. I saw the stuff he did in the NBA and how he got ran out. Um, but it was nice. not available anywhere? Um, no, I'm, I'm sure, sure you could watch. I'm sure you could go on YouTube. I mean, was, I mean, you'd have to look for it. I mean, he was one of my favorite players, but not to the favorite players to the point that I try to find him and, and watch, you know, like when he came to the Nets, I was excited. I was like, yeah, now we about to turn the corner. Like, we're going to start winning these games. And, I mean, I was shocked, too, when we didn't win. I mean, I remember him coming out of college and high school, like, Bro, there was so much hype around that kid, bro. It was ridiculous. And the best part is, too, when he was playing in the NBA, I guess that the, the rules wasn't that strict back then, but they would have these street ball tournaments in New York. So all the, uh, like, hip-hop uh, artists and stuff, like, everybody, they'll show all this in the documentary, but everybody was trying to get into basketball. It was either basketball or hip-hop at that time, and everybody was trying to merge the two together. So they would have these street ball tournaments where like Fat Joe would have a team, Jay-Z would have a team and every time Fat Joe had a game, he would call Stefan yo, I'm having a game today, can you come down and play and he played every game for Fat Joe 
and killed it every time. And still played his shit in the NBA and was killing it. Like he, like, ball was his life. Ball was his life, man. And everything he did, he always tried to do something to give back. Like that was his whole point. But you know, playing with with Fat Joe and playing in, in the area to try to like give back and throw the kids in New York. Like, bro, I'm I'm one of you guys. Like, I made it. You can make it. And that was his whole thing. His whole thing is always about building people up, you know, making things available for everybody to have and just, just showing love and bridging gaps. And Back at the ranch, the American way, let's fucking pound this guy into the ground, tell him he ain't shit, because that's what we do here. Because <laughs> that, you he know. He went to China. Uh, executives in the NBA told China, Joe, don't let him in. He's going to ruin your league. That's <laughs> crazy. And bro, they they love him. And like I said, you see the documentary, you you see like you can see where he starts doing the transition and messing up. But you, ah, he's a good dude with a good heart. You know, maybe his, maybe some of his methods wasn't you know the greatest. Maybe he was a little bit abrasive. But like at the end of the day, it's like nah, he was just a good dude that wanted good for people, wanted to win. You know, and then they just but you know you see it, you see it, you see it. have that narrative on. And comes down and that that negative vibe is around you. It just you know breaks you down. Yeah, and, and that and that's the thing too, man. Like like after a while, like whether it's true or not, you constantly hear that that stuff being said to you about you. Like it becomes you. You know what I mean? Like we say it a lot about speaking stuff into existence. You know what I mean? And like even like as far as like how I've said, we're constantly trying to talk about more positive stuff and trying to be just having it out there. It makes me more of a positive person doing that. So you know, constantly hearing that and do it, it, it's it's kind you know it overwhelms you. It becomes you. You know, you basically talk it into existence. Like even if you're not if you're not like that, like you kind of become that because that seems to be a narrative. But I mean. That, it, luckily for him, he was able to go to a whole other country and and kind of escape that. But like, how do you do that? Like in a like a personal situation, you know what I mean? Like, you know, how do you do that? Like at a job or or at, at home, you know what I mean? Somewhere where you know it's just it's just like you you like in your head, like you want to change that narrative, right? But you're with this person every day for long hours, and it's like you know I want him to be not like this, but. Motherfucker still likes it. So, I mean, what do you do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how do you how do you handle that? You try to let it slide under the table that they're doing some of that shit, that, that being that grumpy, negative, whatever, and you let it slide, and then it's kind of just keep, you know, giving rays of sunshine like a fucking Care Bear, you know, and eventually it turns. Like, how do you do that? How do you... I don't know. I think that's ultimately what you have to do. I mean, I, I think that's why, you know, each, each individual has to take it upon themselves to try to make sure they're spreading those good... Like, you know, I've grown up, right? Growing up. It wasn't cool if, like, you know, if your boy came in and he was dressed all nice. It wasn't cool to be like, yo, you looking good today, man. You know, he walk in first thing. Yo, why you all dressed up for, bro? Looking like a damn clown, man. Where, where you going, bro? You dumbass. Look at this guy all dressed up. Got his hair all slicked up. What the hell are you doing? Right? Yeah, you ain't the- lying, bro. Fuck. You going to court? <laughs> you going to court? Yeah, yo. Like, bro. <laughs> I don't know if it's still that way, you know, around around the kids. Um, how it was when we were growing up, but I know for me, like when I'm with my daughter and her friends, I try not to let that happen. You know, if I if I see them like trying to like be funny and josh each other around and shit, I try. To, I'm like, listen, there's no need for that, man. Like, we could make jokes and, and have fun about other stuff. You know, I mean, I do it all the time at work. You know, somebody comes in with a fresh cut, I'm like, oh shit, look at you with the fresh cut, man. You looking nice, man. Looking good. You know, if I notice somebody losing weight, like I always try to make positive comments, man, because. 
you know, like like Nick said, you don't know. They may be in a situation at home where somebody's constantly like, oh, you fat bastard, or oh, you ugly, or, you know, you stupid. So I try myself to not put that out there to anybody, you know. I always try to focus on, because, you know, we all have our negatives, right? We all have something we're bad at. We all have something that's, that's not our greatest attribute. And it's very easy for all of us to point out what we're all doing wrong. But there's equally enough good stuff that, we could dismiss that and just kind of focus on the good stuff that people are doing, you know, and just kind of build people. Like, perfect example, how about when you told that kid the other day he had the face that belonged in a novella? Tell me that boy didn't smile so damn big, bro. bro. You bro. Made, he smiled. He said, oh, shit. And he had a little hop in his step. You he know did, what I mean? He did. Yo, when I said that shit, yo, I, I, I think I really, like, I saw, like, that, that Jesus glow behind him. That motherfucker yeah. lit up. He's like, that's what I'm trying to do. I said, you should, man. If you want to be if you want to be in novellas, bro, do it, bro. Fucking do it. So you wasting your time here in this fucking shop. No, we gotta, you know, people gotta build people up, man, real quick. Everybody always wanna knock people down, but that's why I feel, you know, it's important to try to stay putting out that that positivity to, to other people, you know, not not even just to yourself, but you know, to other people. Like, you know, if my, even simple thing, like let's say if I come home and you know, my, my daughter like I don't know, like, they'll play Roblox or something, you know, and they'll build, like, a house in Roblox, and, and they'll show me, and I'll be like, oh, that's so good, that looks nice, you know, just be surprised how those words just change people, man, you know, and then sometimes, you know, the, the, I've heard of people that, as kids, love to sing, and they'll sing and sing and sing, and somebody will walk in and be like, oh, you singing sounds terrible, and they'll never sing again after that, like, that's, that's, that's terrible, you know, that's, that's, that's sad, and that's why people should not, you know, and, and maybe, you know, the person said it as a joke sometimes, you know, because that's how we grew up, you know. Fuck, oh, look at this dumbass thing he could sing, bro. Come on, man, stop that singing bullshit, bro. Let's go play some ball. You know, and for, you know, that kid, that, that could have been his dream to be a singer. And now, for you want to be a wise ass, you know what I mean? And that's, that's the shit that has to yeah. change, man. You know, it's funny that, like, I, I think about that shit, now that you say that, and, like, I mean, obviously, we all know, like, I, that was me growing up. Like, I always had some dumb shit to say about somebody, you know what I mean? But, like, it's like, that is that when you think back, that's, that's fucked up. Like, like you said, like yo, yo you come like yo, why? You, look at you thinking you fly with your, your, your gear on. You know what I mean, like that was the first move to clown somebody. You know what I mean? And it's like, yo, like where did that come from? You know what I mean? Like, uh, how did the fuck? Like, how did that? How did that get there? You know what I mean? Like, that's clearly, you know, it's one thing. Like, I guess I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm I'm thinking like it's one thing to do it for like fun, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's not something we should do for fun. I mean, like you were saying too about about you know what I mean, like using other people for like a small laugh, like it's not, but you know, and, and like I said, for me to even say that, it, it's you know, it's like coming out of my mouth is like, what you talking about, bro? Like you made a career on snapping on motherfuckers, like for no reason, you know what I mean? Like that was me growing up. I mean, I, I don't know if I'd, I'd say it was to bully status or nothing like that, but you know, I was a clown. I always had some silly shit to say, and most of the time it was at somebody else's expense. And it's kind of shitty when you think about it. Definitely, man. Especially when they're not when they're not laughing about it. It'd be one thing, like when like when I'm laughing, like you know, me and Camelo be going back and forth, and we just doing it out of the fun and we laughing and stuff. You know, we both enjoying it, but to do it and somebody don't want to hear that shit. You know what I mean? Like yo, when the, when the lunch guy came in, talking about how much weight I gained. You know what I mean? Imagine if I if that would have been you know Joe, he would have fucking he would have lost it. He'd be like, yo, this guy called me fat. You know, and luckily for me, like, you know, well, I, I embraced the fact that I'm fat and athletic, you know what I mean? So he was like, yo, my man saw me, he was like, damn, yo, you put on some weight. <laughs> like, yeah, I got, I got a little, I got a little extra, a little extra package. But yeah, yeah. But you know, 
that though, that was just kind of an observation that left there, right? Growing up, that that would have turned into a fifteen minute fucking tirade, bro. You would have gotten all kinds of shit thrown your way. But, yeah, everybody jump in and you, you know, I was thinking about that the other day too about uh, how growing up. Before I lose my thought, that's what it is, right? Because because what we would do is we we would clown on somebody, right, and pick on them, and everybody get a good laugh, right? And when homeboy walk away upset, what what everybody tell him? Nah, man, because he likes you, bro. If he ain't like you, he wouldn't fuck with you. Like that. Yeah. Like that. That's a narrative to teach, man. Right? Because that's what they say when with the little kids, right? When when the boys are acting stupid with the girls and smacking them and taking their, their mm-hmm. head tied and running around. Puppy love. And that's a bullshit thing to try to put out there, bro. Like, so you telling me somebody got to treat me like shit because they like me and I should just be okay with it? Like, that's 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 another narrative that just got to stop. That's just some bullshit. Like, nah, if you like me, then fucking build me up, man. You know, like, forget this knocking people down and having a laugh and saying, oh, I only do that with you because I like you. Nah, if you like me, then build me up. You know, like, we just got to build everybody up, man. Yeah, There's I agree with that. that. That we don't got to be laughing at each other, man. I agree with that, but it's hard for me to like to wrap my head around that, especially when it comes to Carmelo. They just, it, I, <laughs> we're talking about, we're talking about like 30, 30 years of a rivalry. It's like, and yeah, he's yeah. You know, like. <laughs> but, but the thing is too, like when when you're close enough with somebody, right, and you kind of know that their personality matches like that, and you guys could do that back and forth and laugh. That's cool. That's cool. Like, if somebody's down with it, run with it, man. You know, we call have a laugh with it. But I, I mean more towards, like, you know, when you first kind of meet somebody or, or a few weeks into meeting somebody or, you know, co-workers at work. Or an icebreaker. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And, and it's just, you know, people use that shit as a laugh. Yeah, like you said, like an icebreaker. You know, get, get a good laugh out of the guys in the shop. But it's like, nah, man, like, you don't know what they're dealing with. But yeah, you know what? You're a boy that you've been boys with for 10 years and you know what he's dealing with. You know, he's a happy-go-lucky kind of guy. You know, you could josh on him and, and say things to him. Yeah, you know, go ahead, have at it. You know, if that's your guy's relationship and you're cool with it, go with it. But, you know, you don't know if that's your relationship with somebody you just met or somebody you worked with for like three weeks and you only see them at work or you don't know what their home life is. Right? They may be at home getting picked on day in and day out. And they come into work like, all right, well, you know what, let me go to work and let me try to, you know, change how I feel at home. And then here you are cracking jokes to get a laugh out of the guys in the lunchroom. And it's like, poor guy gets no break. Yeah. Yeah, now you're right. It, it, it definitely, it, it, you know, the, just bringing it back to the old school shit, though, about the being dressed up. I still, like, I'm like, I, I keep, I'm like, yo, wow, that is really... That that is that's how we grew up, yo. Like somebody comes to the block with some fly shit, like some fly kicks, and it's like, man, look at you thinking you fresh because you got them new J's on. You still gonna get your ass handed when you get in the court. You know what I mean? Instead of just being like, yo, dope kicks. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, what, th- what you got them for, yo? You ain't MJ. I'm still I'm still shitting on you. I'm still shitting on you. You know, it's like, man, that's to. fucked up. That 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 now, see, yeah, that made me feel like shit. Like, because <laughs> yo, I do that to so many people, yo. <laughs> And the this too, like even just going with that, that happened. Because uh, Marbury, he came out right. Because back then, that was when Jays were big, right? And there was kids getting shot over Jays and, and people yeah, around. Yeah, I remember them days. Expensive, they were hard to get. So Marbury said, "You know what, man? I want my people that in my area. I want them to be able to get my shoes." So I forgot who he teamed up with. They say it in the documentary, but he made the strawberries, right? They were three dollars sneakers. 
Anybody could buy them, right? You, you said three dollars sneaker? No, twenty. There was twenty. I uh, think there were. I were thought I heard three dollars. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I mean, they were payless, right? Weren't they sold by like payless? I think ultimately. Or somebody else, I forget who it was. The name sounded familiar in the documentary, but the company went under. But um, I don't know exactly yeah, when it happened, but LeBron came out. LeBron came out uh, at one point and was like, oh, I'll never wear $20 sneakers, man. What's wrong with you? Now here you got somebody who's trying to do something good, trying to show the kids. And, and he legit, he wore them in the game. He was like, yo, I didn't just sell these. Like, these is what I put on my feet every game. Like, this is my sneaker. This is what I wore. Like, I wore the same sneaker I was selling to the kids. They were made in the same place. I just cut my profit down, you know? But, but people dogged them, man. And like like I said, you see it right there on a, on a professional level. LeBron's like, oh, I'm never going to wear no 20 dollars sneakers. What's wrong with you? Which is the equivalent to, you know, oh, why you got them J's down for? I'm still going to dunk in your ass. You know, and then that, that's pretty much what it was. LeBron's like, ah, oh, no, that's some beat-up-ass sneakers. I'm wearing them things. And Marbury's I mean, like, I'm doing this for the kids. Like, But you, you, you got to, like, kind of take it into perspective, man. Like, I bought $20 boots from Walmart, yo, and them shits ain't last too long. You know what I mean? So, I mean... They didn't last a damn day. Oh, you remember them, right? Was I working with you? I think you might have been. Yeah, I, I bought I them shit. I got all this stuff. Like, yo, I got these boots for 20 bucks. And I'm like... Yo, what the the fucking like the the heel came off? <laughs> I look she like fucking uh, down. I look like MC Hammer with my fucking yeah. my, my shit was flapping. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't really speak on I never had a pair of strawberries, so I can't speak on the quality. But I know I know my boy had a pair, and and he he liked them. He liked them. I don't know, like I said, I don't know about the, the quality or durability. But even so, my point is like you know what? I get what he was trying to say, but. It, it didn't need to be said, you know. Like that's that's just putting out more negativity. Like there was no reason. How do, you, how do you think the kid watching LeBron James wearing these pair of twenty dollars sneakers felt? <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, like this kid looking up to LeBron and he like he like I would never wear them. He's down looking at his sneakers like fuck. LeBron ain't wearing these shits. Fuck, you know, feeling like shit about it. So he got these twenty dollars Marberries. And yeah, here you got this guy trying to bring love and, and bring things to the community. Right, but yeah, you think about right, but who else did that, right? Akeem Olajuwon did that. Shaquille O'Neal did that, right? Nobody clowned them. Did what? Made cheap sneakers. Hakeem's were sold at Payless, and Shaq's were sold at Walmart. Shit, you right, yo. Bro, I had the Hakeem. I remember, I remember one game, I forgot my Hakeem. You ran home to get my Hakeem, because I played better in those. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, never wore a pair of NBA player shoes when I was playing basketball for my eighth grade basketball team. Right? I think I got the Barclays maybe in high school, but even still, if mom bought me Barclays when I was playing in the eighth grade basketball league, there's no way mom gonna let me. Oh wear no, those, those ain't those ain't those ain't fucking shoes for basketball. Those are, those are school shoes. You can't be wearing your nice <laughs> shoes to play basketball. I was just throwing the center of wearing my Akeem Olajuwon kicks, bro. I was loving it, man. Like, yeah, you know, the kids don't know how good they have it because Gianna, Gianna got J's for fucking school, and then she got J's for fucking back. Well, when she played back, she don't play no more though. But I remember when she was in the, she was in, she was uh the one game we was at, she was wearing the fucking the Elevens, all red Elevens, and the ref was like, "Those are some pretty nice sneakers to be playing basketball in," you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> 
<laughs> so he knows. He knows about it, man. You can't. Damn. Yeah. You, <laughs> know, you, can't, you can't use them school shoes for that. Yeah, but you know, I had them Hakeem Elijah ones, right? They were they were to the pay less joints. I think they were like twenty bucks, twenty five bucks, right? But I, I, I love them so much that you had to run home and get them, right? Now, what if I would have put them things on the first practice and somebody's like, "Yo, look at this dude wearing pay less shoes," right? That would have broke me the fuck down, bro. Yeah. Now, the way I feel now, I bet fuck you, bro. I play better than these. But back then, that would have broke me down. Yeah, no, and kid, that's everything. Now we know enough to be like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but back then, like those for me was like my, my my superpowers. I put those on and I, I shit. I'm getting five blocks and twenty rebounds today with these kicks on, right? And that's what I'm saying, man. We gotta, you know, I think within ourselves, our own circles, you know, at work and shit like that, we gotta try to try to push that, you know. And then even with you know with our kids, when we with our kids and we see their friends. Starting to do that, like, ain't nothing wrong with stepping in for a second. Back, hey man, that's that's not cool to be like that with your friends, man. Don't be like that, you know. Just do a little something, you know. Make the kids stop and think and say, oh, you know what? Maybe he's right, you know. And then and then they, you know, it it pays itself forward. It keeps going, man. Perfect example. I got this dude at work. He was telling me the other day, you know what, Mike? He was before I started working with you. He was, I never thought it was cool to like tell somebody they look good. He goes, but, you know, I'll come in with a haircut over, like, a new pair of shoes, and you'd be the first one. Like, oh, shit, bro, you looking good today. He goes, but now I started doing it. Right? So now I'm not. And that was my comments of positivity made at least one other person say comments of positivity. And then if he does it, makes one other person, and then one and one and one. And, and it catches on, man, before you know it. Got everybody in the world saying nice things, man. People saying good morning, said, hey, nice hair, you know, nice that. You know, women do it all the time, but I guess it's more acceptable for women to do that, right? I, th- I think culturally, I think it's all right for women to be like, oh, look at those shoes, look at that bag, and it's okay. The guy does it, and it's like, oh, look at this bitch ass, bro. Like, why, why are you being nice? <laughs> you know, it's yeah. funny, but it's sad, though. You know, it's like, let's, it is. It is. It's, no, it's, no, like, no, it's, like, it's, it's like, you can't be manly if you're being nice to another man. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a man, you have to be an asshole. You have to be all rough and like a caveman and shit. You know? It's true, man. You it don't, it don't need to be like that. But it ties into that what you were telling me also. That thing that you sent me a passage from a book about uh something about like your wife and daughter about the the joke like making jokes or whatever. Well, it's about it's a I don't remember the passage exactly. I don't have the book with me, but the idea is, as you know, the the the, the leader of your house, as the king of your house, you're supposed to protect your subject, and you don't protect them by making jokes on them and laugh. like there's it basically says like there's never a point where it's okay to get a cheap laugh at the expense of the people you should be protecting just for the sake of the laugh. Like, it's never okay. No matter how small the joke is, no matter how small the tease is, there's no reason that you who should be protecting, not even just physically, but protecting the hearts, the spirits, the the mental, everything of, of the people that you're entrusted to, to protect, there's no reason why you should be making jokes on them and getting a laugh out of them. Like, nah, that's not how you protect something, you know? Like, you're supposed to, like, protect them and build them up, you know? And there's a, a passage in the Bible that says it. In Psalms, I don't remember it either. I mean, I wasn't prepared for it. I would have brought the book down to credit. Bro. My bad. Yeah, I caught you off guard. Yeah, that's all right. No, but basically, that's what it is. You know? It's just like, you know, don't put out that negative word out into the world. Like, there's, there's no reason for it. Like, if you're not saying something to build somebody up 
you know, or to build the world up, then it's, it doesn't need to be said. That's basically what it I mean, that, and that's a good way you know, put it about building somebody up because sometimes you say something to somebody that may be in a negative sense, but it's not because you're being mean or or trying to do so. It's because that's what they need to know to correct it to be better. So it, that that was a good way you had put it about having to build because, like I said, it's, it's about building somebody up. And if you correcting somebody's, you know, saying something that's maybe a little bit not fun for a person to hear. Sometimes, you know, got to be heard. But again, it's not in the sense of a joke, but like if someone's doing something wrong or whatever in, you know, in the proper way and they feel a certain way, you know. But that whole, that so whole idea, the, I was like, guy. Right. It's all in delivery and how you say it. Like sometimes I'll be, you know, trying to get my girls to do something and they'll be like, oh, well, you know, I, I can't do it. And yeah, you know what, they can't at the time. But I tell them, well, listen, right now you can't. But, but if you want to do it, you could do it. You have to do X, Y, and Z. You know, instead of just telling them they can't do it, you know, tell them, yeah, you're right, you can't, but this is how you can do it. And it's just a matter of if you need to decide, do I want to do that, do that, or do I want to just leave it where it's at? You know, instead of just, you know, ultimately knocking them down or even when I'm trying to, you know, work with Vanessa on how to read or do things and, and I see she's playing around, I'll have to stop her and say, listen, like, joking around and if you continue to do that, you're not going to be able to do this. But I know that you can do it if you did this. You know, you always got to put that confidence in them. So I'm just knocking them down and saying, oh, well, you can't do this because, you know, you're a clown. Yeah, that's true, but, you know, you believe they could do it, and you need to let them know, like, yeah, you're not doing this because you keep acting her up and playing around, but I know in my heart that you can do this. And, you know, same thing, like, you correct them, but you build them up on the back end of it, and they're like, all right, you know what? He's right. I'm, I'm, I'm not taking this seriously, but he knows I can, so I'm going to try to do it. That's something I used to do a lot with soccer when I was coaching, that when a, a kid makes a mistake or does something wrong, I tell them what he did wrong, but then I also follow it with something they did right so they understand that, like, you know, you know how they're doing all wrong. Like, you did this wrong, but you did this and this good. You know what I mean? So, you know, you, you, the same way you did this and this, you know, that's something you did before. Now, you know, you, you correct the thing. That's why you did it. So, like, I, I did that a lot with soccer, with, you know, dealing with the children like that. And it's crazy because, like, you would think, right, because, like, I do that, like, with the soccer. Like, it's something that's easily done at home. And that wasn't the case. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, and Gianna got it a little bit easier than Desiree, but that was that's not how I handle shit at home. It wasn't like, yo, you didn't yeah. do this, but you didn't do It was like, yo, you didn't do this. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. You better get your shit together. You know what I mean? But here I am, you know, with somebody else's kid. I'm like, well, you didn't do this, but you did this good. So, you know, that's so, that, you know, focus on this and then we can switch that. And at home, I come home. I'm like, yo, what you doing, man? Get your head out your ass. <laughs> you know, so that that's definitely. And now, like I said, now it's a lot better now for, for you know, for my younger one. You know, because the older one had it really bad dealing with, you know, the, a lot of the way I was parenting back then was very different. And even now, like now the way I've been over these past, you know, few months, you know, with, with Gianna and stuff has changed a lot also. But a lot of that has to do from having these discussions, having these conversations and stuff. You know, that's where a lot of that came from. So, yeah, hopefully it doesn't matter. Keep going. Another thing that I find very interesting is that the whole, the way serving constantly keeps coming up, the idea of serving. And, and that's something that I, I, I never thought of until me and you started talking about it. The idea of, of, of serving and, and like, and not in the way of like, you know, you got to be like a slave to somebody, but just the idea that like you're, you're 
existence, as you say, of the king of the household is not just sit here and, and run shit and tell everybody how shit should be done and run. The idea of being the king of the household is that you're you're here to serve your family, to serve your wife, your daughter. You know, and that's something that I I never I I never ever thought of until it became a discussion between us about it. Because that's basically how I did you here. Like I would come home and as, as me being the quote unquote king of the castle, it's like, oh, you know, you gotta walk the dog at this time, feed him at this time, do this at that time. What you know what I mean? And it wasn't so much of me serving, you know, but I, I say it all the time, you know what I mean? Like if you and Carlos make me look bad, because you motherfuckers be serving the shit out the family. You know what I mean? Like, just, you know, doing your thing. But that's something that, that I find very interesting, the whole idea that that the proper way to to lead and to, you know, be the king of the house is by actually not being the king. <laughs> actually, just, you know, basically, I mean, that's what it boils down to, right? You're not really, you are the king, but you're not. You're not, you know, your, your, your job as a king is to serve. And we talked about it with, at, throughout, you know, different stuff in the history. We were talking about how when you do stuff with the intention to serve the people, stuff happens a certain way. And the minute you deter from that, where now you're doing stuff not to serve your family or the people, to serve yourself, basically, and that's when shit starts to go array, you know? I think the difference is, that if, if you want to put a title on it, the difference would be, you know, a king and a master, right? Because a, a king serves, I mean, whichever way you put it, that's the king's job, to serve the kingdom. A master is to just tell everybody what to do. You know? So Man. you got to that, that mental shift from you know, from king to master. I mean, from master to king. Like, even if you think about it in history, you know, with all the, the the rulers that were hailed as great rulers, I mean, that's what they did. They did things with everybody else in mind, not with their own gain in mind. Even bosses, right? Bosses we have at, at jobs. The bosses that are normally the, the nicest ones to work for, the ones most enjoyable to work for, the ones that, you know, that they, they realize, all right, I'm not just a boss, like I'm a leader of these guys. And I need to make these guys follow me me not fear me you know and that's the same thing like they they manage by serving us you know like that's their job to make sure we have what we need to do what we need to do yeah and you, and you see that a lot you definitely see that a lot as far as with uh <clears throat> excuse me when it comes to like people the difference between dog uh, bosses is the, the ones that are like leaders though that, that you think back at those jobs that you had actually had a leader for a boss it's like those are the ones that you're productive for you know what i mean like and then you think about the, the time that you had bosses that were just like, you know, like these dictators. It's like, you know, oh, can you stay late? Fuck, I want to stay late. Fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> nasty ass. But then you get another, you get, you be at the same job and you work with somebody else, a different manager that night, a different boss that night. And they're like, oh, you know, I need you to help me out. And you can stay a little later. You know what I mean? It, it's like, you, you want to do it because it's them. You know what I mean? It's that person rather than, you know, you're doing it for the company that you're like, that you're like, fuck this. And the interesting thing too with that with that servant that servant thing that servant leadership that that you know I've been been really seeing and talking about I heard that I want to say maybe a month or two ago on a podcast and I took it like it was a a new topic or a new mentality a new way of of, of men being able to handle themselves better um, but I recently picked up a book and the book was written in 1997 and he outlined it. You know, as for a lot of stuff that we spoke about today and that we've been talking about for the past, you know, two weeks came out of was this book by Stu Weber called The Four Pillars of Manhood. And that book was from the late 90s. So, like, this idea of servant leadership 
has been around since bro like 30 years but i heard it a few weeks you know a few months ago and i'm like oh this is a pretty cool new concept i want to try to adopt this concept and i want to try to push it down. now you saying like it you know it's new to you but shit been around for 30 years man and that's why i always try to push that like you don't know what you don't know right and the only way you're gonna know it is by searching for knowledge either by a book by a podcast by talking to people you know and, and that's that's the beauty of, of opening up the book is like you got to you know here i heard, heard the topic for the uh what's the, what's the, for the adjective of servant leadership i heard it now here i am Two months later, I got a book, and this book is outlining exactly what it means. And I'm able to get a better grasp of what I had heard just by opening up this book and reading it. It ain't happening, bro. I'm not reading. <laughs> He's trying to guy. sway me. He's trying to sway me. I see you. I see sticky little tricks. He does that with vegetables. He puts, he puts little vegetables in the food that he makes. Thinking I'm going to eat it, and I pick all them shits out. I pick all them shits out. You're not getting me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll keep reading and I'll keep sharing what I read, man. And it's the same concept. Same concept. Yeah, it works better. It's kind of like an audio book. <laughs> you know, what? I, I, I've been thinking lately that I wanted to try that that uh that Audible or whatever, like for the audio yeah, book. You try I like, it. I like when I'm at work. I like I be listening. Like Mikey, I, I, you see me, I'm, I'm always all day with my headset listening to some shit. You know what I mean? So I like the idea of it, but I mean. I don't know. I can't. I can't add another monthly fee. I just added this Adobe shit, and you that know, shit ain't cheap. That just shit ain't go cheap. to. I think you can oh, find some oh, of those books on fine. YouTube. Look into your your local library, man. Because that guy I sat down with, Ricardo, he said some libraries actually offer um audible books you can listen to on the from the library website that you get with your library card. Oh. I haven't looked into. It. I have Do so you many have books. A library card, Nick. I, you know what I do, and I'm, I'm gonna share a funny story with you about this uh -oh. library card of mine. Oh shit! I have I had a library <laughs> card, right? First, it, 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 and it was weird how I I came into I moved into the new town and I got the library card. I don't know. I've I, I've never done that. I mean, I guess because I've always lived in one town my whole life, really. So I never had to go to it. But anyway, I got the library card. So if it happens, I lose my wallet, right? And I need to get a new library card. So I go to the library. And I'm like, yeah, I need to get a new library card. They're like, well, we need, you know, a driver's license, a bill, and something, and two bills or some shit like that. I think that's what it was. And I'm like, look, like, you, this is my driver's license. You know what I mean? Here's my cable bill. Like, this is all I got. They're like, well, you, you're going to need a second bill. You're like, an electric bill. I said, my wife gets all my paycheck. So all the bills are in her name because I don't have money to pay anything. Like I, I like you like really like you can't give me a library card. I got my driver's license and this and my cable bill. That's all I pay in the house is cable. Like that's the only thing in my name is the cable. So we're going back and forth. He's like, that's how it is. I'm like, yo. And I had just started living here recently. And I just started coaching. I'm like, yo, the town gave me 14 little girls to coach without all this paperwork. And you can't give me a library card? With my driver's license and a fucking cable bill, but yet they can hand over 14 kids to me with just a background check. You know what I mean? Like, cause that's all they did. They don't. They didn't take my driver's license. They didn't ask me for a home bill. They didn't ask me for my, you know, my social. Like it was like, oh yeah, you live in town. That's your address. What's your? Okay, we'll do a background check. Okay, he hasn't done nothing stupid. I, I mean, you got the license. It had this. Yeah, so it's like yo, I if this license it. is good enough to get me. 
a team of kids to coach. How can it not get me a book? Like, I mean, if it's good enough to get that address with on that license from the DMV, who holds the authority of that? How yeah, you yeah, I, I, I could and and so now to this day I have never gotten a new dry, a new uh, library. He card. didn't give it to you. No, he didn't give it to me. <laughs> I got all the bill of my name, and to this day, I thought I got he was it. No, no, I didn't finesse it. it. They were holding it down like they they they. The man does not want me to read. That's what it boils down to. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're gonna go with. This. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's it's a government awesome. ploy to keep me uneducated. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's what it is. <laughs> Just give me a fucking library card. Here's my fucking driver's license, man. I coach for yo. I coach for the town for about a decade. I've won championships for this town. I can't get a fucking library card. <laughs> <laughs> you know you should have asked for that. You should have asked for that after your championship. Yo. Man. I should have, bro. Yo, you go into the rec center, you see pictures of me with teams. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, come on, man. <laughs> I'm like the Lombardi of soccer over here, bro. And you can't give me a library card. Yo, come on, man. <laughs> it's going down in history. For real, yo. The, 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 the girls that we trained ended up going to, like, as they moved up to this team. And, yo, this team didn't lose a game in years. The only team in town to be like a top flight fucking team. That was me. Me and my <laughs> wife did that. We did that. And you can't give me a library card, bro. <laughs> we built you a historic team of kids. You know what I mean? That, that fucking went years without losing. Only team to fucking top flight. And I can't get a library card. The so, books are valuable, man. Bro, I was getting, I was taking out comic <laughs> books. I was checking out comic books. You look at our history. You can see I ain't taking none of your valuable shit. I'm taking a $2 comic. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man. Anyway, I think that's a good. I think that's a good story to end it on, brother. Yeah, we that's shut funny. it down here. Give me my library card. Stop playing. With me. <laughs> free Nick's library. Yeah, card. free my library card. Free, free my it. library card. So I'm yeah, gonna I think... see, we're gonna make some t-shirts, mugs, hats. Free the card. Don't forget <laughs> to Patreon. Like, comment, and subscribe. Tell us, tell us what your time is not giving you. <laughs> yeah. in the comments below what are, what is the town holding back from you but yeah man guys appreciate you jumping on here it was a good discussion especially for one that I was ill prepared for because work worked me into the ground but I appreciate everybody coming on I know Juan was trying to struggle through that he was he was getting a little sleepy brown I'm sorry I'm sorry we all need a break yo <laughs> yeah, thanks appreciate you peace peace <laughs>